Hello everyone and welcome back to Successful Black Female. I am so excited. I have one of my favorites sitting across from me today. Um, her name is Sheila Brown and she goes by the D.A. Genie. Yes, so first kind of introduce yourself, what you do. Hey, I am Sheila Brown from the D.A. Genie and I'm the president of the North Carolina Dental Assistance Association. And I'm here to rock your world. <laughs> Brush and floss twice a day. Oh, I get not. <laughs> Brush and floss. <laughs> so y'all, let me tell you why I'm, I'm super excited about this. And I know one of my cousins is going to listen to this as well. But Sheila was one of our first dental assistants way back <laughs> when, y'all. So when I say this lady knows my teeth to this day. That's right. <laughs> To this day, I am like, stop it. Don't do that. (laughs) Like literally the last time I saw her, I was like, so I got this too. (laughs) Exactly. Any dental questions, my phone starts ringing. Listen, (laughs) but I'm super excited about this too, because she's definitely going to be a treat for everyone listening because she definitely has a journey. Um, And Mm -hmm. for her to be a dental assistant and then to today have her own company and is training up and coming dental assistants. Um, I'm super excited for y'all to hear her story and just, um, you know, kind of see that, um, you can do it. Absolutely. Um, so of course, my first question is always, did you go to college? What's your education looking like? So no, um, after I graduated high school, I did not go to college. Cause when I tell you I was over it, <laughs> Um, and I'm a good, I'm like, I'm a smart person. I'm, you know, I'm intelligent, but at that time, everything that was going on with my family. So my mother actually had recently been diagnosed with adult onset type two diabetes Mm. and just with everything that was going on at that time. Um, I, oh, it was something that I thought I would do later, but I had to get out and start working. And it's so funny. I was just telling this story with some other, um, people that I was talking to. So my maiden name is Archie. And so I was, I think, number, I don't know, maybe like the 12th or 13th person since my name started with A. I'm like, do I have to wait for them to get all the way to Zimmerman? Because I am done. I got my diploma. I'm ready to just walk on and go to the car and leave. But, yeah, so I had to sit through the whole thing. But, no, um, so I wasn't able to go to college at that time. I did end up a couple of years later going to um, a technical institute, ECPI. Mm -hmm. That was like the first year that I came to Raleigh. Mm -hmm. And so um, that worked well for me Mm -hmm. for what I was doing at the time. And so once I graduated, I um, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But I knew I wanted to do something in healthcare because my mother was a nurse. And I was always like her little helper, you know. Right. And I'm a natural caregiver. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated. Right. So I had gotten a job and um, was working like in a factory. And I found out very quickly, I am not a laborer. Mm, very quickly. <laughs> very Didn't quickly. take long. <laughs> Did not take long. <laughs> but it was so funny because at that time, um, I was working at, a, it was a really good job. So I was making money for, this was back in the 90s, way before you were born. But uh, I but was anyway. born in 90, but thank you. Early 90s. <laughs> but, um... No, so and it was so funny. So a, uh, a lady, um, a girl that I worked, and we became friends. We were working like side by side. And we both were like, yeah, this is not for us. So we're like, what are we going to do? 
and she ended up getting into the donor assisting um, program at Wake Tech mm -hmm. Community College and then I got in at ECPI mm -hmm. and they both were like year programs I think mine was, uh, mine was 12 months and hers was a year but anyway so we stayed in touch. So after graduation, you know, I get this job. I was working at this plasma donation center mm -hmm. and it was a temp job because I was covering for maternity leave. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do after this? Um, and again, this is way back in the 90s and this is when they first started um, building um, the smaller, what do they call them, like hubs for wake med so you know okay. how they got north wake med and yes. everything so they were doing like western i remember carrie was going and all this and so i went to ecpi and graduated um for medical transcription okay. and so i was like okay you know still dealing with health care i really don't have to deal with all the blood and things like that not that it would have bothered me but um so once i graduated from there i was working this temp job and when I knew it was coming to an end, me and my friend at the time, she had gotten a job working at a dental office. And I was like, girl, you know, this this um, assignment is getting ready to end. I'm not quite sure. The hospitals aren't calling me back. And she goes, well, I could probably get you a job at a dental office. And I was just like, girl, I don't know a tooth from a toe. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, so what am I going to do? And she was like, no, it'll be fine. I could talk to the people. And I, I was going to work what they called at that time a rover. So it will be in sterilization cleaning the instruments and then doing whatever else someone needed. So like okay. go get this patient. So like go fetch, you know what I'm right. saying? So that's what they called it a rover. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine, you know, whatever. And that's how I got into dentistry. That's crazy. Had no idea that I was going to love it. But <laughs> once I got there, I was like, this is my tribe. These are my people. I love it. And that's kind of how, like I said, my career started off and took off from there. And I worked my way up the food chain, so to speak. So now let me ask you, like in the 90s, was it like now where you had to get a dental assistant certificate no. or did you just, mm -mm, no. they gave and you this, an instrument and said, this is how you do it? Absolutely. So what happened is, and it's still this way now, and we'll okay. talk about this a little bit more as the interview goes, but in North Carolina, we have, um, there are certain laws and requirements that you have to have to become a dental assistant. Mm -hmm. Well, at that time, like I said, I wasn't a dental assistant. I was just in there and I was clean doing sterilization. Yeah. And so once I got in there, um, and this is so funny, I'm not that old y'all, people who are listening, okay, <laughs> but, um, we, I hand scrubbed like the instruments, we okay. didn't have, we didn't have like a ultrasonic like they have now, so I was replaced by a robot, but no, anyway, <laughs> so I'm in there, but what was interesting is because like I said, I didn't know anything about dentistry, but as they would bring the setups in, I had to sterilize them and I'm like, what do they use this for? How right. does this work? That type of thing. And so I was working at a large practice here in Raleigh and they were unique again at that time because they were open six days a week, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then eight to five on Saturdays. But you got to think like I'm in my 20s yeah. and I'm like, well, I'll work the evenings and we rotated. Mm -hmm. And so if you closed, you didn't come in until 12 or one o'clock. Okay. So, you know, you did your eight hours. And so I'm like, yeah, sign me up. That way I can sleep in, still get off. You know what I'm saying? Be out yes. of work by nine o'clock, do my nightlife, whatever. It was a win-win situation for me. Um, but at that time, like I said, having those hours, I want to say we had about nine dentists that rotated through there. Mm. I want to say maybe five or six hygienists again that came through and several, you know, dental assistants. The front desk team was, you know, pretty solid or mm -hmm. whatever. But what was unique about that is because 
every doctor, just like every person you meet, has a different personality type. Yeah. You know, and it was, I always refer to it as my basic training or my boot camp for dental assisting because I had to learn how this person did it on yeah. Monday. I'm working with a different doctor on Tuesday, you know, and had, so you had to pick up on things. Some doctors were a little slower, some were fast paced. Mm-hmm. So it just really helped me to hone on my skills. And so, um, when I decided, okay, I want to do chair side of being the d- actual dental assistant, I owe a lot to that office and the people that I worked at. And uh-huh. I'm still in communication with a lot of them that were just like, yeah, you can, if this is what you want to do, yeah, let's do it. So I started learning on the job. Yeah. I literally <laughs> would take instruments and put them on the copy machine to print a picture of them. Uh-huh. And I made my own instrument book. <laughs> I wrote like what it is. And I was like, okay, quiz me on this. I want to make sure I know that. Because at the time, um, Wake AHEC, which is their, the AHECs in um, North Carolina are called the Area Health Education Centers. Okay. They would offer some courses, but you had to wait to the, you know, to be put up on the calendar. So on their schedule. And so I went back to do like a dental terminology class just so I could, you know, make sure I'm pronouncing the words right and mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think someone, um that I worked with gave me like their old dental assisting book. So basically, like I said, I was office trained Yeah. and then I was able to go back and I got my x-ray certification mm-hmm. and the way I did it was I worked for two years and then I did what they call challenge the board. So there's the Danby, the dental assisting national board is an exam that you could take. When you pass that, then you become a certified dental assistant. And it's recognized in all 50 states. Because each state is governed by their um, dental board. So Mm -hmm. they get to set. So just because I can do this in North Carolina, um, if you live in New York and you come to the state, it doesn't transfer only if you are a CDA. And I'm like, you know, at that time, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to live. And at least I can take this with me. So, um, and it was not unheard of, but it was definitely not common for someone to go the pathway that I did. Right. But it, like I said, it all worked. So I took that test. It was so intimidating because I had to do it up at UNC. <laughs> so here I am in this room with these college students and scrubs. And I'm like, here I am, this poor little child from Middlesex. We got one stoplight in dirt roads. Stop it. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And um, it's three parts that you have to take. Oh, my it's, gosh. Uh, in the same day? Well, you could take it separately. But okay. No, come on. Courtney. You did. You know I know. You did I'm the like, same if day. if I'm going to do it, let's get it done. Yeah. <laughs> and, again, this one had a paper. I had to fill in the little boxes with pencil. <laughs> Girl, I was so scared. And they don't give you your results then. You have to, they mail it off to the, you know, um, testing center yeah. to get grade in. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But when I got that letter, you passed. I was just like, yes, I knew I could do it. And I was like, can't nobody stop me now. But you got that mentality. You know? I do. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not scared. I'll just jump in and it's either, hey, it's either yes or no. Pass right. Or fail. So, Correct. But I learned a lot, like I said, from that experience. And so once I got that CDA, one of the things I did know when I first started working is um, retiring. Mm-hmm. I felt like, and I knew this, like I said, pretty early on in the game, working with some of the women that I worked with, uh, because it is strengthful on your body right people don't understand dental assisting is hard on your neck your Mm -hmm. lower back 
um, vision, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I don't want to you know, be humped over doing it, but I'm like, I'm going to do this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm definitely motivated when it comes to educating myself. I'm like, I'm going to pick up things in the office when it comes to business. And I'm like, you know what? I'll be a dental assistant until I'm about 40. Mm-hmm. Then I can be an office manager and boom, that's my life. Right. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Nowhere like that. I, like, um, I know I don't want to offend anybody, but I was like, yeah, I had 16 jobs. <laughs> I'm forever working. I'm down to two now, but that's probably how, that's all it's going to take. But like I said, it was great. And so just learning about dentistry, patient education is really where I am now, doing a lot of community service and things like that. But once I worked through, um, and then when I decided to kind of hang up my chair side skills, uh, right before that, I had an opportunity. I was working in an office in um, Wake Forest at the time. And there was a, um, a, what we call green, a new dental assistant. And she was struggling with some things. And she would ask for help. And some people just weren't patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was just like, how is she ever going to learn if nobody takes the time? You know, it's like. When it's your first, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, somebody's got to take that time to invest. Exactly. And that's one of the things that always stuck with me is because the women that I worked with, Joyce, Edith, Sharon, and Diane, <laughs> <laughs> they helped me. They yeah. saw something and they were like, sure, we'll, you know, we'll teach you what we know. And I'm like, sometimes that's all a person, you know, yeah. really needs is a, a, is a, you know, just an example mm-hmm. or someone to be patient with them. Mm-hmm. And so with this girl, I was helping her, you know, talking her through a procedure or whatever. And one of the management team happened to kind of walk by and overheard me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you were just so good with her. Would you mind teaching? Mm-hmm. Now, I had never thought about teaching before. And that's how I got into the education piece. That's crazy. Yeah. And so working with her, they um, at this time, um, I started working at a small, what they call proprietary school. Mm-hmm. And it just opened my eyes up to a whole nother side of it. Because again, I understand the clinical part. Yeah. I understand the business of it. But to teach someone, but I had already been doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? When right. we hired new staff, right. they would always say, oh, let Sheila do it. <laughs> Okay, you know, and so, but it was like I said, it was very easy for me. Yeah, and with my personality, you know, I'm not really that intimidating, but um, you know, just again, knowing putting myself in their shoes because I'm like, somebody helped me, yeah, and that's how the whole teaching thing came about. And once I started teaching, I was like, boom, yeah, that was what I know I can do Mm -hmm. until I don't want to do it anymore. Never, never, you're always going to be teaching, always. (laughs) always teaching but like I said I enjoy it you know the old saying find something you love yeah you never work a day in your life yeah I can honestly say maybe looking back because oh my goodness I've been doing this 30 31 years now I may have worked about 10 days over the whole time and I remember those days but yeah no it was just you know there you got good days and bad days but all right anything worked yeah. Mm-mm. Now, would you say, um, do you feel like, let me see how to properly word this. Do you feel like as a black female, there was any differences to your non-black counterparts? You know what? It wasn't until, because the way I grew up, I just grew up, you know, with, um, whites, blacks, like other, yep. everyone. So race was never an issue mm-hmm. with me. 
it wasn't honestly until because there weren't a lot of black people so going to your original question first of all there were not a lot of black people period, period. men women mm-hmm. but there were black dental assistants okay. okay i didn't see a black dentist for a very long time wow yeah i didn't see female dentists so at that time like i said in the 90s we had two female dentists and again they were minority mm-hmm. um one was uh um she was from um it was a husband and wife that worked there, and then there was another young dentist that had graduated from UNC. Mm-hmm. But females predominantly, you know, were in the front desk or working, you know, in the business part. Yeah. Dental assistants, definitely all were female, but not a lot of us in the dental offices. And um, when I mentioned earlier about being a certified dental assistant, we have to keep up with continuing education. Right. So I was always going to seminars and things like that. There could be you know, big conventions, you Mm -hmm. know, from 300 to a thousand people or Mm -hmm. small meetings to, you know, 25 to 50. And yeah, I was the only black person in there, but it didn't dawn on me until one day I was working at this office and there in, I guess, Western part of Raleigh. And in that office, there were about seven dental offices in this building. Mm -hmm. And one day I noticed I'm the only black person walking in this building. In the entire building. In the entire building. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, where are we? Because I've always talked about people. Right. Growing up where I'm from. Like, have you ever thought about going into dentistry? Yeah. And people don't think about it. We don't think about it. That I think majority of people just don't even see it as a career. Right. When you say dental office, they automatically think dentist. Yes. And I'm like, no, there's a whole team of people that are working in there. It's not just the dentist. But, um, yeah, I've gone in, like I said, plenty. I remember one because every year we have a a big dental, um, conference and it's held down at Myrtle Beach. Mm -hmm. The same weekend as Harley Bike Week. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so here I am. Rocking my Afro puff, oh you know, I'm basically I've been natural, you know, yeah, forever. Life. Yes. So I go in with my poof. Hello, <laughs> and I always would just y'all gonna see me because I'm walking down front. I'm sitting in the front. Row. I love it. I have a question. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but it's definitely has changed now for that's for sure. good. Mm-hmm. That's good because that was like kind of a, a thing is, <clears throat> you know, how to. I mean, even for me in property management, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't think black people in general know property management Mm -hmm. is even a thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you, and I feel like in our society, quote unquote, it's always the doctors and the lawyers and all that other stuff. But it's like, how do you open a culture's eyes to new career opportunities Mm -hmm. that they might just be missing out on because it's like even for you if it wasn't for you know the lady who was like yeah come to work in this dental office you never would have fallen in love absolutely i never would have fallen in love but like i said for me um growing up with my mom being you know a nurse or in healthcare, we always went to the eye doctor we always went to the dentist and i always had a physical so i was aware of brushing my teeth and flossing my teeth but not educated on it right and i think part of it in dentistry is again to this day a lot of people don't understand yeah the importance of oral health listen i'm one of those people but <laughs> we've had do. that conversation i mean you i go to the dentist the importance. i get it but the dentist yeah. is like the last on the, the last on my list because y'all scare me but okay we've had <laughs> that it, conversation exactly. <laughs> and it can be scary and i get it and i get it you know it can be scary but 
what where I am now and even then yeah. is educating people. Yeah. And so if you don't think about your teeth, yeah. or it's the last thing you think about only when it hurts, you're not even thinking about a career in it. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. If you're not flossing, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of thing. And so as I, like I said, went through the career and picking up things and communicating, talking, like I said, I've just been able to surround myself with really great people yeah. that were very encouraging. There's always the naysayers, yeah. um, the haters that mm-hmm. are out there, but I know no one else is me. They cannot, there's only one B.A. Genie. Yeah. No, for they can't bring what I can bring to the table mm-hmm. because again, I think about where I grew up, how I grew up, the people, the community that I'm trying to help out mm-hmm. um, because no one was doing it mm-hmm. and they still aren't. Um, no one was doing it then. And you know, there are more schools and different programs similar to mine, but they're not me. Yeah. They can't touch me. So just forget about it. Go listen. So now listen, <laughs> I know you, right. But for, for the listeners, what, what gives you that confidence? Is it your experience? Is it your personality? Is it just that you're just not going to let anybody deter you? What gives you that confidence? Well, it starts off with just my personality. Mm-hmm. I've always been, even as a little girl outspoken, I've always fought for the underdog mm-hmm. and I am confident in myself because I'm just me. <laughs> I'm just me. Like I'm the youngest of eight. Right. Um, in between baby, I'm the baby, but I'm also the boss and they'll tell you this too. I'm not like, I didn't name myself. This is, I, that's just who I am. Sure. But I'm the youngest of eight, but my next sibling, <clears throat> excuse me. Is my brother, so mm-hmm. it's a boy, and we are six and a half years apart. Okay. My sisters, they're seven, eight, nine years older than me. So you got to think about growing up. What eight year old wants to play with a baby? Yeah. That that time is just like real short. Oh, mm-hmm. she's so cute, and then they go and that's right. It. Yeah. So I kind of was the only child, even though I grew up in a house full of people because right. of the age difference. So I'm very observant. Yeah. So I'm like I'm seeing my sisters as I get older. And they're in their teenage years, you know, and here I am five Mm -hmm. and what they're getting in trouble for. So I'm like, yeah, don't do that. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Or just being straight up. I've always been just very outspoken. So part of it, like I said, number one is just who I am. Number two, I'm not afraid to fail. Like I will put my foot in my mouth. I don't mind embarrassing myself because I know I'm going to learn something from it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't get everything right the first time I stumble. Even now working with, I was um, temping in the office the other day. And I just could not get this one particular x-ray. And I'm like, yeah, my fingers are just off today. So I call someone to come in. Like, that doesn't bother me, yeah. you know, at all. But just being confident and then, like I said, learning. Because I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. Um, um, reading when it comes to dental laws, regulations. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always, because of the different directions that my career has taken me into, yeah. I'm always learning about something because that's the other beauty of dentistry is no it changes yeah technology um like i said technology has been so huge yeah um because like i said i when i first started we used to develop x-rays um some we would do by hand like literally dip it in the developer that's crazy dip it that's what we call hand dipping like hey can you go hand dip this x-ray where we process things and now everything's digital. You got a sensor, boom, it pops up, you know, again, different materials. So we have new and improved things that are coming on there. Scheduling. I mean, even as simple as simple as that, we didn't have computers. We had a big old appointment book. We wrote it in a pencil. 
Miss Jones is coming in. Exactly. Can you imagine? <laughs> but that's just what we did. So just dentistry itself has kept me, you know, in the know. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm always thirsting for knowledge and there's things out there that can grow when it comes to that. That's good. As well. Oh, yeah. It's been great. That is good. Mm-hmm. So what would the process look like for anyone fresh out of high school, a 30 year old trying to change careers. What does it look like for a green dental assistant? Okay. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, North Carolina, um, has a unique way to becoming a dental assistant. Now these rules are very dated mm. and I'm trying to help bring things on up to where we are in 20. You okay. Know, look at you. <laughs> Game changer. Exactly. So, Basically, you have three ways to become a dental assistant. Right now, you can still be office trained. So you could be a barista over at uh, Starbucks one day and you know someone that can get you a job and you can be office trained. Okay. Two, you can do, so we have a DA1 and a DA2. Mm-hmm. So a dental assistant one and a dental assistant two. So being office trained or going to a proprietary program, these are... Um, like career-based programs. They typically run anywhere between eight to maybe 14 weeks, depending on which program you go to. So my program, I run out of the eastern part of North Carolina in Rocky Mount. Mm -hmm. It's a 12-week program, and then you'll get basic training to become a dental assistant. So when you graduate from that, you get your um, certificates um, and your DA-1. Okay. Or you can go to a community college, Wake Tech or throughout North Carolina. Wake Tech has one of the pristine programs here. Um, And then that's going to school full time for a year. And then when you graduate from there, you graduate as a DA too. Okay. So it's kind of like entry level versus, you know, your full education. Right. And so what got me interested, again, when I started teaching is I know there are other people out there like me that can't afford to go to college working moms, um, you know, have uh, to be able to go to a community college, but they could maybe, you know, dedicate three months to yeah. get an education for less the cost. And yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty rigid, Yeah. but you would get what the dental board, North Carolina dental board requires. So in order to be a dental assistant, they require you to be CPR certified. Okay. You have to take a three-hour sterilization and infection control class. Okay. You have to take a three-hour dental office emergency. So, you know, going through the patient's medical history, what happens if, you know, they show signs of a heart attack. So you got to know how to recognize and what to do for those. Mm -hmm. And then getting your x-ray certification. So you could take those, again, separately. But when you go to these programs, these short programs or proprietary schools, it's all in that education process. Okay. So once you graduate from there, then, you know, you get into that office with this basic education and then you kind of learn on the job. Mm-hmm. But um, even if and when you go to these um, what we call CODA accredited programs, whether it's Millermont, like it's a Wake Tech or Central um, Carolina, I think, in Stanford. Um, you still have to learn how the doctor does it. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Wherever you go. Yeah. And so you get that training while you're in the office, learning the materials, software, so many other things going on. So for someone who wants to start out, um, I always say, first of all, is are you sure this is what you want to do? Right. Because I don't think a lot of people know what dental assistants 
do uh-huh. as far as their career, like the job tasks that they have to do. Uh-huh. So I would say start with your dentist. Go in because we love to show off. Okay? Yeah, right. So start with your dentist. When you go in for your checkup or whenever, call them up and say, you know, hey, I'm interested in becoming a dental assistant or a dental hygienist. And we'll talk about the difference in those. Go in there and look uh-huh. because it's not for everybody. Uh-huh. Okay. And I tell my students that when they come in first day of school, I'll say, you know, a couple of you guys, you're not going to make it because this right. is not for you right. because of the sounds, the smells, dealing with people. Again, we're we're hated. <laughs> I never <laughs> met you, but you hate me because you're going to the dental office. So I'm like, see if this is what you really want to do. Yeah. And then if you're like, yep, this is what I do, then I got you. I'm going to harass you till you get a job. Like I help with a lot of things with my students. Um, and so going in there, you can, you know, get that done that way. And so the growth has been insane, especially the last couple of years. Wow. Um, because most dental assisting programs um, graduate, um, if you're at on a community college basis, they typically graduate 20 to 25 Okay. a year. Wow. That's not a lot. Okay. You got 20 dental offices over here on Six Woods Road. Yeah. So if ever, all of them graduated and got hired, they literally can go to Six Woods Road. Everybody could be placed. What happens to the rest of the state? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then even, again, in some other areas, they are graduating less. Wow. And so that's when these proprietary schools, because they, they weren't popular until about maybe 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. started popping up for these accelerated dental trainings to get more dental assistants out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with COVID <laughs> because we have always been in demand. Right. But when COVID happened and people started coming back, I don't know where the dental assistants and hygienists went. I'm like, there cannot be that many work from home jobs because they are not there. So we are so short right now. It is ridiculous. So now's the time to change a career. Do it. I need to get a jingle. You do. You do. So we can play it at the end. That's right. Because, yeah, if you're interested, like I said, it, it is a great career. Most dental offices are open four days a week. So, boom, you automatically got a three day weekend. Literally. We do get all major holidays. Yep. Even if they um, are benefits, open on Fridays, exactly, they close at 12. Exactly. Half day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, so like I said, I mean, there's so many options that you can try to find to fit your schedule when you're working in there. Like I said, I've worked a lot, several different offices throughout my career. Um, I've worked with nonprofit, which I'm still heavily involved in. Um, but like I said, I'm a retired dental assistant, but uh-huh. I still do chair side because um, I've kind of come out of retirement to help because there's such a need. Yeah. Um, I, my, typically I'm working with my clients. Um, you know, they'll call me, Hey, some, you know, do you know anybody? So I do assist them with trying to be more of a matchmaker. Uh-huh. So I will vet some other dental assistants. I don't care where you come from. Um, I'm going to. I'll try to help. Um, yeah. And that's, of course, there's pros and cons to that. But, yes. You know, I am who I am. So right. right. Like, if you want, you know, my help, then I'm willing to help you. So explain the difference. Okay. So a dental assistant, one, like I said, is someone who has gone to or has this basic training mm-hmm. of chair side. They are able to perform the exact same functions um, pretty much as a DA2 except for um, 
one thing called coronal polishing. Right, because I know um, exactly what right. that is. So the coronal <laughs> polishing is typically what happens after you get your teeth clean okay. and they, you know, get the paste that you want and, you know, they kind of polish you up that gotcha. way. And so as a dental assistant, we need that when it comes to certain tasks or treatments that we do in a dental office. Okay. And so we're all supervised by dentists, basically, um, to be able to do those things. So we take blood pressures, like I said, review patients, um, medical histories, and assist the dentist with the treatment that's being performed. Uh Um, And that's pretty much it, you know, um, short, short version. A DEA two, like I said, is someone that has graduated from an accredited program. Okay. And they have just a a more in-depth education of what's going on. That coronal polishing is a part of their um, educational career. And then most of those um, community colleges do... um, encourage strongly encourage the dental assistants while they're in school they can take that um, national exam that i was talking Mm -hmm. about earlier Mm -hmm. so they might take the radiology once they're done with their radiology part in school and then they'll go and they'll do the infection control so then by the time they've graduated they've taken all three parts to become that cda okay and like i said and then the certified dental assistant again is just someone who has passed this exam but it's recognized like i said in all 50 states so if i wanted to pack up and you know move to Iowa I could but each state does have other stipulations and so with one of the other things with my business is helping dental assistants that move into the state okay because if they haven't graduated from a code accredited program then their credentials do not cross over gotcha so for an example in New York you literally can just work with a dentist you can take x-rays under that dentist license you don't have to have a formal education and other states as well i want to say i think alabama is one i think mississippi is one but again you could have been working in an office for 20 years yeah but once you come here north carolina's like oh no we don't play them games you need to have what we require and so i have gone yeah i've helped (laughs) um you know um get them x-ray certified and get the credentials that they need to be able to work here in the state um, so I always tell people, especially with my students, I'm like, if you're going to be moving, you need to, number one, I encourage everybody to become a certified dental assistant. Mm-hmm. And then number two, I'm like, if you think you're going to be moving, you need to look at that state board to see what they require when you go there. Because mm-hmm. um, some states have registered dental assistants. That means you have to register with the state. In Virginia, you have to take a um, radiation um, exam through the state to be able to take x-rays mm-hmm. there so it's different everywhere you go North Carolina like I said these I know mm-hmm. and what is a hygienist so a dental hygienist good I'm glad you asked that <laughs> so um, I'll back up just a little bit the dental assistant is the person that is working right there with the dentist to help perform your treatment that when you come in okay then a dental hygienist, you have to go to college for that. Okay. Yeah, minimum of two years. Okay. And when you graduate from there, you are a registered dental hygienist. A registered dental hygienist is a provider of care. Mm. So they are working with you alone. Um, they are the ones that are cleaning your teeth. Um, and helping manage the health of your gums. Okay. Um, so that's why, you know, we recommend people come to the dentist at least twice a year. Mm-hmm. But cleanings are different. They're different categories of okay. that. So not everyone is eligible to just to have their teeth clean. Okay. Um, because if you have gum disease, 
then that just goes into a different category. And that's where the hygienists are. They're the ones looking at the health of your gums and your bone to say, okay, you belong in this category. I know y'all can't see me, but I got my mouth wide open right now. <laughs> you and your beautiful choppers. You, ma'am, I don't know. Like Ooh. you get what we call a prophy or just a regular cleaning. Yeah. But when you get into gum disease, like I said, you fall into periodontal um, stages and there's just different things. I know you've heard deep cleaning. Right? Yes. So that's kind of like the street term for if you've got gum disease, you're, they're going to do a deep cleaning because they have to go in and get all that bacteria and calculus and everything. Out. Y'all take care of y'all teeth. Please, just please do. take care yeah. of y'all teeth. Look, because before I get off this thing, we are definitely going to talk about oil health. Oh, my. I cannot, okay? Um, so, yeah, so that's what the dental hygienist does. And so, like I said, they're providers of care. So, you're going in, you're seeing them. And then the dentist, obviously, is the provider. Typically, they can be associates or the practice owner. They've gone to school, again, minimum of about, you know, four, six years, four years. But if they want to specialize, they have to go longer. So, you've got oral surgeons and, you know, they specialize in doing... Um, most often like extractions of your wisdom teeth. Yeah. But they deal with pathology and things like that as well. Okay. So they're different categories. Um, specialties. I've always just been in general dentistry, so I've done a little bit of everything. Mm. In the offices, extractions, helping with root canals, fillings, dentures and things like that. Um, yeah, so I love it. <laughs> You like glowing over there, Doc. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. Is that weird? No. I you know what? Could, I literally probably could talk like forty-five minutes just about floss, but we're not gonna do that. Okay, thank you. That's <laughs> part two. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so that when it comes to the clinical team, you have the dentist, the dental hygienist, and then the dental assistant. Okay. And like I said, in some offices, just depending on the volume of patients that they see, they could have a hygiene assistant. So that's a dental assistant that does work with the hygienist. And typically, okay. they might take the x-rays for them, um, do the coronal polishing part just to, you know, help them turn over their rooms mm -hmm. and things like that. Because, you know, we are on a schedule. Yeah. So we have to stay on schedule. So you have those. Then you can have, again, the sterilization tech. Like when I started out, it wasn't a fancy name like that. But um, you have those persons. And then dental assistants that can cross over to work into a dental laboratory mm. um and again a lot of people don't think about that i'm like mm -mm. are you creative and so when i meet someone i'm like are you creative do you like working with your hands are you an artist do you like taking photos you know what working chair side might not be for you because like i said you we are dealing with blood and guts but you can make a crown you can make oh. a denture somebody's got to make those prosthetics yeah <laughs> yeah like people so it's like on your face no, like yeah. wait a minute what yeah. yes <laughs> So when you get a denture or a partial, someone has to make that from scratch, from models. They have to, you know, pour the acrylic. They right. have to get the frame. So I'm like, there's so many other avenues when it comes to dentistry that you could think about. That's so interesting. It is very interesting. It's cool to do. I mean, because it did take three weeks for me to get my crown. Exactly. So they had to take that impression to send it off to a lab. And those lab people made, made your crown. Made my tooth. Exactly. Mm. Somebody's got to mm -mm -mm. make it, baby. Mm -hmm. Dang. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to rethink this whole thing. You know what? And I mean, and it's great money in it. We're going to talk about some dollars too. But here's the thing, like when it came to the dental technicians um, that are working in the lab, a lot of those schools have shut down. So mm. a lot of that, you get trained on the job. Wow. Because they have to. Or exactly. And then I know there was one in Kinston and they had, um, they had a training facility, but I don't even know if that one is still up and running. But what they did do before is you could say, you know what, I want to be a dental lab tech, a processor, a lab processor, a finisher, and all this good stuff. 
they would pay you while you were in school. And then depending on where they needed, they would relocate you. You know what? We need a lab technician in Tennessee. Here's your stipend. Find you an apartment. We're going to get you there. That's what? crazy. Who does that? Absolutely. But that also screams demand. Absolutely. Like for real. Like they Absolutely. need mm-hmm. more people that will. Nobody knows about mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. I'm glad you had me here today. <laughs> and I'm like, people don't be believing me. I'm like, let me tell you something. No, like and then for even real. now, like I said, going from back in the 90s when we had our appointment book. Yeah. Now, where we are with technology, you literally can be hired to work in a dental office in marketing just to run their social media. That's crazy. There are companies out there that literally that's all they do is run the algorithms on Facebook and pop up little dental um, jokes, you know, little dental humor. Like No, like for real, as soon as you leave, I'm going to get a dental um, ad in Instagram. I'm telling you. <laughs> absolutely. I'm telling like, there's so many things. Um, like I said, when it comes to marketing, promotions, they've got regional managers now. Like, again, it's hard of we got big groups of um, dental practices, and they're just popping up everywhere. The growth right now is scary because there, there's no one, that we don't have enough people to work. Yeah, so they really need Exactly. People. And now, like I said, we still are able to office train, um, and it can be intimidating, but customer service is mainly if as long yeah. as you got a decent personality good customer service we can teach you a skill and like you said you can completely switch careers and still make money I've while you're it. doing it i've done it so many times um when i was working um well with my program and i've worked with so many other mostly there are women but i've had male dental assistants too but worked you know in the school system and mm-hmm. i was like you know i'm burnt out i want to change mm-hmm. um i've had truck drivers you know what i can't take it on the road anymore i want to change so i'm like if you want to do it this is great i'm going to give you all the information but once you say go, then I'm like, all right, I'm, this is what I'm going to expect out of you, too. Right, Because I don't right. play them games. Okay. <laughs> we getting it done. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice for a future, future dental assistant? So, like I said, my advice is go into your dental office. If you do not have a dental home, um, you could just, you know, find someone local um, and just say, hey, I'm interested. Could I come and just observe? And, again, most of us are very, very willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um and see if this is something that you like. Um, you can, you know, research things. Stay off YouTube. Cause please. Please, just stay off YouTube, okay? <laughs> um, but there are so many offices, you know, around that are willing to say, yep, come on in. Let's see what you got. And, again, see if this is what you really want to do. And then find a program. Um, there are a lot of short programs, like I said, around the area. Um, my um, dental assisting program is in Rocky Mount. I've partnered with a nonprofit organization up there, but you can go to my website, thedhu.com, um, for more information. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping secrets. Um, but yeah, just go up there because I'm willing, like I said, I talk about dentistry all the time, so I'm willing to give you, you know, the information that you need so you can get started. That's good. And you have a contact page up there on your website? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you go up there, yep, you just contact us and then submit the request. Tell me what you're interested in and I'll take it from there. So I'll reply, and I typically, you know, I get those pings all the time, so I reply pretty pretty quickly. That's good. Um, I do have on Facebook the DA Genie page. You can go there and look. Um, yeah, so you can find me. And that's good, y'all. And I can definitely vouch and say that she will definitely be helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowledge is not only there, but personality is there as well. And she's definitely 
willing to help whoever is listening and interested in, you know, taking this journey. Um, so please, please reach out to her. You've heard something that you're definitely interested in. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. I really, really hope that you have gained some very knowledgeable information. And if you don't take anything from this, please take that. If you want to do something, if you want to be someone, go after it. Don't let anybody tell you why you can't because you can. It is your God-given right to do what you want to do. Okay? Exactly. (laughs) All right, beautiful people. We'll talk to you next time.